On the 179th episode of the Fantasy Lens Podcast, we talk about why Julian Edelman is absolutely not a Hall of Famer, we briefly discuss the Sam Darnold trade, and we start getting hyped for the upcoming NFL Draft. Let's start the show. Welcome to Fantasy Lens. We are weeks away from a live NFL draft. They're going to do it in person in Cleveland after they got boned out of it last year. Or did they not get boned out of it last year? Someone else got boned out of it last year. But whatever. It doesn't matter. We're going to Julian Edelman retiring um, because that's been the conversation of sports radio, sports, sports talk radio for the past two days. And that and the NBA sitting players every other game. And, uh, well, we're definitely going to focus over. most on the draft, though, right? Well, yeah. And fuck the NBA. I'm almost done watching the NBA. Mm-hmm. We could get to that if you want. I, I'm so tired of the NBA. Wow. I couldn't hate this. I've never hated the NBA like I do now. I, that's my favorite sport. It's always been my favorite. It's, not, it's like football's miles ahead of it right now for me. Wow. They have to fix it. Uh, there's no way that this is sustainable. I don't know who likes this besides... People who with short attention spans who just like Twitter highlights and yeah, uh, you can enjoy this. Yeah, it's not the same. Uh, I, I, it, I'm just watching like the Nets gather all these players, and of course, Aldridge just retired out of nowhere with the injury, but uh, with a heart murmur. But like, it's just it's terrible. Like, there's like three teams. It's like nothing is it's. There's no competition. I don't like how it. I just don't like the way basketball is has been for the past. What is it like? I mean, there's always been super five. teams, so it's like going back to the Lakers and Celtics and stuff like that for like whole decades. But just like the resting players, I mean, Michael K went on like hours of rant on it. That was pretty fun. Baseball is losing my interest in the same way. Yeah, but super, super, it's just so long, and people play like 120 games. Yeah, but those super teams weren't just like. Oh, let's. This guy's good on another team. Let's just grab him and start building and building and building. The Bulls were built within. The Lakers were, for the most part, built within. The Celtics were built within. The Pistons, same thing. Like those teams were built from the draft. You know, like it's not like, oh man, this guy averages thirty points a game and he's not happy in his in his city because they're not, you know, giving him enough money or they're not building enough pieces around him. Let's just bring bring him to our team. You know, like it's just. I, I don't like it. I There's also like rivalries. Look, I'd be okay with super teams if they played hard, but they don't. So it's just like, okay, why why am I watching the regular season? Because the teams that play hard are middling teams. So there's either the worst teams tank, the middle teams play hard, and then they're just going to get bounced by super teams when the playoffs starts. So what am I doing watching the regular season? At least this, like, at least there was always like the Pistons would give teams fits and like they like. Different teams played hard. Even like Charles Barkley never won, but he would give teams fits, and like they would, it would be battles and whatnot. And that I don't know. It's like, and like you said, like, like Michael K was saying, I re- I listened to that too. I thought it was hilarious. Like you're sitting teams, you're sitting players in real big matchups where it's like, who doesn't want to see the the Nets Sixers? And it's like, oh, that's the time we're gonna rest everybody. And they didn't even, like, they they come back in the game and they don't put Kyrie Irving back in. And it's like, yeah, we're going to sit him the entire fourth quarter. We, we were, yeah. We're coming back. Who cares? We're going to sit him. Like, what's the point of that? He's already playing that night. 
Just keep playing. Just playing like five more minutes. The Or he could just sit for no reason. Mental health days now. Come oh, on. Right. No mental I mean, health days in sports. I'm sorry. Fuck that. <laughs> like, yeah, you're making millions of dollars a game. Too much but... money for mental health days. I don't care how insensitive that makes me. <laughs> the, no, 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 no. I agree with that. Like, there's some things where obviously, like, paternity leave and stuff like that, where players can take a couple games off that, yes. like, are legit reasons. But Kyrie, because this is Death birthday. Death of family. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, stuff like that. Like, but if there's, like, it's your birthday and it's your sister's birthday and you want to have a birthday party you probably shouldn't be taking games a week off of that plan it on your night off we all do it i i don't say i don't say hey my birthday's on a tuesday so i'm gonna take off wednesday thursday i'm gonna say i say i'll celebrate it on saturday like yeah. like everyone else does like everybody else who works um it's just ridiculous because at some point you have to realize that's the thing that's always left out in sports talk where it's like no we can't say you know mental health mental health now and it's like What's what's the chances this is actually mental health or him just I don't feel like it tonight. You know what I'm saying? Like we can't just you could just use the mental health umbrella and then just get away with it no matter what. No one's going to question you. It's like you can't be questioned anymore. It's like people who bring on uh, get the dogs uh, like the with the red vest and they bring them onto airplanes because they yeah, say that they I, help them. But, you know, 99 percent of those dogs or whatever, like they just. They're, they're just their pet and they want to be on the plane with them like but you can't ask them yeah. either because if you ask like you're not allowed to ask them about it whatever so it's so you know very similar to that for sure no it is very similar and it's it's just annoying like yeah they have names for it bereavement if you want to take that the maternity leave there's names for taking off for things happening in your life i i just think they're forgetting about fans and there's a minority of fans who like will attack, attack, attack if you say anything bad about players in a sport like basketball. And it just I think it just leaves the 80 percent out that don't like this because yeah. there's a there's a group of fans that are like young. And this is like, you know, ev everything should be easy. And you you haven't lived yet. And you just are player, just, player, player. I just, I'm sorry. Like, if I'm going to go to a basketball game and spend my hard-earned money unless you're fucking hurt or you have some other outwardly issue that you cannot play you should be in the in the game if you're one of the superstars i'm sorry we're spending hundreds of dollars to go to these games and you're just gonna sit yeah at the end of the day your worth is valued based off of what the fans are willing to pay that's and if the fans are willing to watch and I hope it bites them in the ass. I hope revenue goes down. Because you know where revenue is not going down? Football. Nope. Our, our podcast sport. You That's know why? Because right. those fuckers bring it every single goddamn week. That's right. That's they, the best thing about football. They now they have 17 games a year now. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> I, I don't agree with that. I don't like 17 games. I don't either. 16, Me eight, neither. There's going to be no 8-8 teams. Be like, oh, we could always go 8-8, eight, 9-7. Eight, that's, like that's like where the Jet fans lives in uh, preseason. Yeah. You can't say that anymore. Jeff, Fisher, Jeff Fisher's whole career is, is like... White is like washed away now. That's true. You can never be a Jeff Fisher anymore. Now yeah, it's like a ten and what, nine and eight. Yeah, that's just dumb. Why why broke what ain't fixed? I mean, why fix what ain't broke? Sorry. I, yeah, I don't. I don't like it. I mean, again, people will probably at the fourteen game mark when they went to sixteen, people were probably annoyed too. But 
I think sixteen was a sweet spot. Sixteen was was a, yeah. a solid sweet spot for many many years. So I don't know. Are they adding a second buy? How are they doing this? Mm-mm. They're just adding a, a game at the end. Oh uh, yeah, that's kind of <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, Especially just how beat up they get. Yeah. And they're taking away a preseason game. Uh, believe, uh probably two, I think. Yeah, it's kind of fun. They should have added a buy if they're gonna do that. Yeah, and now the, and now though the Super Bowl might actually be on President's Day weekend, so you might get that Monday off. Well, now it's not too bad. Now we're talking. <laughs> now we're talking. Um, I'll say, I wonder. I guess you just get still get week eighteen be off, so then playoffs would be seventeen, sixteen. 15. Huh. I mean, it's just an extra week of fantasy football, I guess. Not that bad. I mean, that does that. That is pretty nice, though. You know, one more week of fantasy football, really can't complain. Um, yeah. I do feel bad yep. for the players because they do get their football is a sport where you get your asses beat every week, and uh, I think the seventeen, the extra game was unnecessary. Well, and also like when like when all they say like, oh, we lost so much money. I'm sure they still made money like overall. They just didn't make as much money. Like they're still like made a little bit of revenue, just not as much revenue. They're never not making money. Exactly. When they say like, <laughs> when they say like oh, the Yankees lost the most money of any team. Like they weren't in the red for the year. They still had compared I'm to sure, the compared to the year prior. Yeah, they've they lost that. Those, you know, yeah, this year, whatever, whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know what to do about baseball. It's just. I think you just have to treat it's a background sport. It's still an amazing sport to go to. I love going to baseball games. Always did. Always did. I mean I still look I still love the Yankees, also watch the Yankees. Yeah. But it is like you said, it is more of like a background sport. It's in my whole life it's been like that. I, I don't think maybe people's attention spans have gone down, but my whole life baseball's been like a I'll watch the Yankees. I don't watch baseball. I don't think I've ever watched a World Series without the Yankees in it. So maybe I'm just not the right person because I was never uh, a huge fan. No, I'm with, I'm with you. I'm a, I'm a Yankee. I, I like baseball, but I'm a Yankees fan. I will watch the Yankees, and that's pretty much it unless there's something spectacular going on. Yeah, I can't really do four hours or something like I have no rooting interest in. Yeah, I'm past those days. Like, well, I, you have a kid. When I was younger, yeah, I, I'd watch games. But like, if I don't have a rooting interest, I'm fucking out. Unless it's the Super Bowl. <laughs> Or just any football. Or any football. That's true. <laughs> it's football, I guess. I could watch football fucking for, for hours. Even yeah, if that's true. I mean, I could always... I used to always be able to watch the NBA playoffs, and the last couple of years have really tapered off. Actually, Again, going back, it it's the rules, too. <laughs> you know, everybody scores over 20. There's like 80, 20-point-a-game scores. It, I don't even know if anybody's good anymore, or they just it's just so easy to score now. Like, it's tough. I don't know. It's a weird game now. I know. To... I remember I saw an article or saw like a post. It was like, Lakers held the, the Nets, the high-scoring Nets, to 102 points. It's like, I was thinking, like, 102 points is a lot. But, like, it's really not anymore. But back in, like, when I was younger, getting 100 points was big. Now it's like, everyone fucking scores 100, 110, 120. It's like... They got to find a happy medium between, like, the 79, 75 games and, like, the yeah. 120, 112 games. <laughs> It's like somewhere in between. So weird. Yeah, but 17 games for football. Well, I mean, I think it's. I feel bad for the players. I won't lie. I think the players deserve a win in football every now and then. They didn't get it this time. No, nope. kind of sucks. They did not. Um, but they probably know, won't get it next time either. Probably won't get it next honest. time. But you know, TV money will go up and contracts will go up. So at least they'll get more money. 
Um, and you, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> and I'm going to play fantasy football to it. Yep. And yeah, now we add an extra season to the fantasy football season. I mean, an extra game to the fantasy football season. Look, in five years, we'll be we'll just be the norm, and we'll be like, oh yeah, seventeen regular season games. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's how it that's how it is. No one cares. No one gives a shit. It'll just be the standard. But for now, it's something we don't like because it's change. And uh, but yeah, let's 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 segue that into something else we sort of don't like is the Hall of Fame talk for Julian Edelman. <laughs> <laughs> um, why when someone retires who's had uh, you know a few good games in the postseason and a middling career as a wide receiver or whatever hall of fame talk comes out every fucking like every news outlet like why isn't the whole I mean, he of fame, wasn't even the best slot receiver in the patriots but, like history but isn't the hall of fame for like the elite players of all fucking time like you're gonna tell especially me especially in football yeah you're gonna tell me that julian edelman a guy who was never a top ten in his position, his Rings entire down. year, entire career is going to be a fucking Hall of Famer? It's ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. I just don't understand how the people will get paid to talk football. And well, here's where the, like the the like the rings over everything oh uh, conversation comes into where it devalues the regular season in other sports. So teams like the Nets don't give a fuck anymore. But then also, if you do something great over multiple postseasons then you're like oh this guy's all-time great he always stepped up in the big spots yeah but you have to have a whole body of a career to to go along with that you can't just you know yeah you can like they can have highlights of your shit in the hall of fame but you're not you better not get fucking cantonized um for a few fucking good uh postseason games you say cantonized or canonized cantonized can't like oh, okay. yeah Canonized, but in canon. Canonized. Canonized. Yeah, I mean, look, Edelman's argument is what? The same as an Eli, if, in my opinion. I know Eli plays the most important position in sports. Well, everybody always says that's probably like, uh, LeBron, like a, a small forward in basketball might be in my, Or, but uh, quarterback's <laughs> up there. I know he plays the most important position in sports, and he won two Super Bowls, but isn't that the same thing where Eli kind of dog shit? all regular season his entire career element was never dog shit but never put up the numbers in the regular season to justify even being close to a hall of fame his numbers were actually a lot less than i thought they were yeah in the regular they're, season. they're not good mediocre he's always been very mediocre and very similar to eli but then you get into the playoffs and he's a top five receiver in the history of football in the playoffs which i don't think comes close to justifying making him the hall of fame i it depends how you judge the Hall of Fame. Some people say, like, moments are enough to get you there. I don't think that's true. No, that's in dumb. my mind, Hall of Fame, to make it into the Hall of Fame, especially in a sport as tough as football, I say, what position are you? And did I ever think of you in the top five for multiple seasons in that position? Was Julian Edelman ever in the top five as a wide receiver? No. And I'm not even talking about multiple seasons. One season. Never. Not even close, I don't think. Not even close. Like, it's... It's it's just baff- it baffles me. I, I just... I I can't... This is supposed to be for the, the top of the top of all time. He's not even... I just don't... I, it just... Lost, I mean, he's very, lost words. Very good postseason. But just not 
can't but, even. Yeah, but talk come to me when you did th- talk to me when you did things like that. Calvin Johnson's done, you know, that Randy Moss has done over, you know, a decade plus career. Yeah. Like that is what I want to see. That's what you deserve when you're all pro, when you're making Pro Bowls, and you're you're constantly a force to be reckoned with every week. The the defenses uh, have to account for you every week, every fucking week. I mean, look. He was just the product of that system that worked so well, which is why Wes Welker just w- even better. Well, Wes Welker was better in the, in the regular season than Julian Edelman was. No one talks about Welker, right? Like similar yeah, receivers. Yeah, I feel like Welker was a better player regular season for yeah. sure. He was good in the playoffs, but Edelman Edelman's numbers really stack up in the playoffs. But then again, that's because he got he also got there every year. And he had Brady throwing it to him every year. And he went deep every year into the playoffs. So, like, I'm sure if you just... Like, he's probably played the most playoff games of any receiver in the history of football. Maybe Jerry Rice is up there, but... Yeah, you're probably I, I right. It's probably Edelman. Or if not, he's definitely... Well, there's t- also extra, extra round that Edelman always got that Jerry Rice didn't. Um, how many... I just I don't I don't see it. I so, don't Yeah, why well, John looks up the playoff game between those two. Um Yeah, it's a no. It's gotta be a no. And there's there's not a good really a good argument for a yes. There really isn't. Um if I, I as a Giants fan, I'd think the same of Eli. I don't think there's a good look, two moments. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good enough argument to say two moments of a career. But a okay. lot of people will. They're actually pretty close in average receiving yards per game. <clears throat> in postseason. Oh, Jerry 77, Rice. 77 and a half for Jerry Rice, 75.8 for Edelman. How many did it say how many games they each played? 29 for Jerry Rice, 19 for Edelman. Oh, Jerry. Wow. wow. Those are good teams. Yeah. <laughs> um look, again, great postseason. Not enough. Great in the postseason. Great wide receiver. Awesome story. Oh, of course. Um, being such a you know la- drafted in the last round, being a quarterback, uh, it's great, great career. Congratulations, Julian Edelman. You had an amazing career. Unfortunately, football is the hardest Hall of Fame to get into, and that's what makes especially it if you're a wide receiver. Especially if you're a yeah. wide receiver, you have to be like like I said, top five at your position for years. Yeah, I was gonna say like, like, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of guys that we think of like now that won't make it. That would be like, oh shit, that guy was amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are, are we still waiting? I mean, I know he just retired not too long, too many years ago, but like someone like Reggie Wayne, like who put up spectacular numbers for... Like Isaac know. Bruce isn't in the Hall of Fame. Yes, he is. I, I think mean, Tory Holt. Tory Holt isn't, I don't think. Yeah. Bruce Bruce recently just got in, I believe. But yeah, like Tory Holt, Reggie Wayne, like yeah, those kind I, of players. Yeah. Isaac Bruce got in 2020. Yeah. I, remember, I think I remember watching him, uh, his speech or whatever, but... Yeah, he's a kind of player. That's the kind of player that deserves. We're to be also, open. I think, we're gonna have to not pay attention so much to numbers either anymore. We're gonna have to. You, I think you're gonna have to be compared to your era. So, like the like gaudy stats for quarterbacks, receivers, tight ends, whatever. I want to know when I was watching you, were you one of the best? Because I, well, of course, sure, compare people to the '80s or something, and your stats are always gonna look better. Like. You know, if if you 
plugged Matt Ryan stats into the eighties, you'd be like, wow, this is the best. Is this the best quarterback ever? Like, yeah. is this? Of course. Are, you, are like, we Matt talking Sta- about Matt Stafford throws for five thousand yards every year? Yeah. What? That's remember, crazy. Like, Marino was the, Marino was the only guy throwing it like for. 4,500, 4, 5,000 yards. Everyone else was throwing for 3,500 yards. Maybe if you hit 4,000 yards, that was a fucking stellar year for a quarterback. That, you know. Yeah, the, Mar- Marino was a freak. Like, it was it was back in the day where you look and you're like, oh, Troy Aikman only had 30 something, you know, 100 yards from his passing. It's like, yeah, but that's those were the times. That's how it was. You're right. You have to compare it. Edelman, at this point, does not hold up to the receivers of his time. Yeah. No, it's true. So I think we Concur. beat that that horse. Yeah, right? beat it, beat it to death. <laughs> All right, talking about beating beating a dead horse to death. Uh, wait, the yes. Jets. Uh, damn it! Yeah, that was, that was my <laughs> I think they got pretty much what the best <clears throat> the best package that they could get for Donald. I'm happy that they got a second round pick, even though it's next next year. It doesn't matter. There, there's no way they were ever getting a first-round pick for a guy that had, like, what, 18 touchdowns and, like, 2,500 yards last year as a quarterback? Yeah, you, getting a second-round pick, and like you said, even though it's next year, is is not bad. I mean, you know, it's it, quite good. Darnold, you really haven't, the, you haven't really had a chance to see what Darnold can do. You know, like, he's either been hurt or... Been <sighs> he, he's just, like, even with Gase, like, he's consistently one of the lowest rated quarterbacks like pretty much according to any stat i know it's gays but other quarterbacks have done well with shitty um shitty situations too but he barely had he's barely had time to even play like i like that he's gonna get an, another opportunity somewhere so um and he's going to a team with robbie anderson who the gesture to resigned <laughs> i mean talking about shitty situation that that is that was a bad move and also going being coached under Matt Rule, who the Jets should have gotten instead of Adam Gase, and who I was banging the drums for for them to hire. I was also wanting them to hire Mike McCartney, but whatever. Well, you now you aren't a huge McCarthy fan, but you you said it was I mean, way over, better than Gase. Gase. Was, we all knew it was going to be better than Gase. Um, but I mean, like I'm, I think the Jets are all right. I mean, you know, they got the high pick. They got they hooked. listen. They're, they're they should go like I was to say six and ten. Seven and ten this year, and then next year they'll be like well, of course. nine and eight. Year and year, year from being a year. Oh, yeah, of course. But that defense could be pretty good. Could be pretty good. Um, still have no secondary really. I'm still interested in seeing uh, what Donald will do. Now, of course, gets to play for the Saints, but Robbie Anderson's very happy about it apparently, and uh, I mean he can't be much worse than what Teddy Bridgewater was last year, right, for the Panthers. So, I could think, move no. all around, maybe. I mean, I think isn't it weird that a lot of like uh, NBA player analysis, like the people, the actually, you know, you know, what I'm talking about like the players who turn to analysts. Yeah, not <laughs> bless you, bless. not the reporters or scouts or stuff are like seem to just still be really, really high on Darnold. Like he, like. Mm. Caroline is getting some blue chip player. And look, Darnold could still be good. Gay sucks. Who knows? He had a terrible situation in the Jets. But you can't act like he showed anything, which makes you believe that, like, Caroline is set up now for the future. Like, it's possible. I'm not going to put it, um, you know, I'm not going to put that down. But 
he's getting talked about. Like he's a, he was a much better quarterback in the three years than he was. He was very bad. Uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, like yeah, like you said, like all the reporters like Dan Orlovsky like gushing over him. Like he still got it. Like he showed flashes of one like. Like, you know, he's been allowed to play. Like, it's something like, you know, the arm strength's there and whatever. I don't know. At a point, you got to stop throwing, like, dumbass interceptions in your third year. I mean, I feel like even they gave up a second-round pick. I feel like it's still a, somewhat, a, somewhat of a risk-free move for the Panthers. I mean, they, wa- they oh, were, were second-round pick. For... Yeah, but they were trying to get rid of – they were trying to go, go away from Bridgewater anyway. If they were going to draft a quarterback, they would have had to have traded up, right? To get they're at eight, I think. Right. I mean, so maybe not trade up too much, but they would have had to. I think they would have had to trade up to get a quarterback. They're probably going to feel real bad if Fields falls. And yeah, that's that's the one thing is if they if someone falls to them, like they can't. They got they got to either take them. They can't take them, but they either got to maybe trade back and then let someone else move up in their position to take like someone like Fields. Um, but I yeah. Can't. Panthers are I don't think it was the worst move for them and what they gave up. I'm 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 interested to see what what Donald's going to do this year. Um, hopefully, stays healthy for a full season as well. Something he cannot seem to do. Not a bad move anywhere. I, look, in a perfect world, the Jets would have traded Darnold um, before before all of you know. The combine and the QB carousel talk and stuff. If they, sh- if they like striked right away before the Matthew Stafford deal, before any of that, maybe they get a first. But I don't know. I think they did about as good as they could. Yeah, yeah I can't yeah. hate on them for it. I can't hate on either side. I think it was it was it was good for both. So. Yeah, that pretty lukewarm, fine trade. Yeah, exactly. They had to get rid of them. You know, you don't want to bring in. Unless you're using him, hoping somebody injures their gets an like some quarterback gets an injury and you could trade him mid season, but then you're creating a you know you don't want that tabloid kind of, yeah. nightmare in New York. Yeah, that would that would not work at all. But um, like there was almost a tabloid war over Teddy Bridgewater versus right. Sam Darnold until they traded Teddy. Ah <laughs> oh, man! All right, well why don't we why don't we bring up quarter? Why don't we continue to talk about quarterbacks and the future of the NFL? In the in the draft and see who's uh you know all right did you see the the Trevor Lawrence things speaking of sports writers and sports talk people freaking out I don't think Trevor Lawrence was like yeah I don't really have a chip on my shoulder that's not how I motivate myself and then his dad was like yeah like if he got really hurt or something like that like like I could see him walking away it's not like he like needs football or whatever like that and everyone is like oh those are major red flags. Like, Andrew Luck in it. Yeah, I know, yeah, right? That's, like, a, that's the first thing that comes like, that's to your mind. Not, that's not first pick material right there. Like, that's the same way Rosen talked. I mean, Rosen wasn't even, didn't even get didn't even start his career, so I guess it didn't really matter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's Andrew Luck in it. Yeah, you don't want to hear that. I mean, but he's going first no matter what, right? So mm-hmm. if you're uh, if you're Urban Meyer though, are you like, <laughs> what did I walk into here? Um, that's that. Yeah, that's you don't you don't want to you know spend the the pick the way the Colts did with Andrew Luck and just sort of just get I don't want to say screwed, but what screwed? I mean, Andrew Luck played for what eight years, like like had like severe like 
kidney issues because he got sacked so many times. Got we get sacked like fifty times a year and still threw for five thousand yards. Was and it ball out in what, the playoffs what, for them? Was it eight years? Was it that? It long? was the it was the twenty seven years twenty twelve draft right three four he played for six years yeah six years, six years he played so that's not that many years for your first round draft pick who you think is going to be your cornerstone the next ten years oh yeah maybe don't break your quarterback's fucking back every year. Well, yeah, they didn't protect him ever. They did, um, they did not. He also didn't do himself any favor. He never went down. That guy loved taking a sack. Yeah, that's sometimes you do. You got to throw the ball away. You got to just slide. You got to pull, you pull an Eli Manning and just fall down in the fetal position. <laughs> yeah, if, if you want 16 mediocre careers, you just fall down <laughs> when there's any sight of pressure. But you, get, but you get longevity. longevity. Yeah, you get longevity, and you hope to have like a top five pass rush ever and win a Super Bowl. And then people talk about you like you deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, make a lot of money. Two Super Bowls. <laughs> make a lot of money. No, I, can't, I can't believe that they don't give like just defensive line Super Bowl MVPs. Because like that's won like multiple Super Bowls in our lifetimes. Oh, and they've like... Sorry. I was saying like, and like they just like, Ugh, fuck it. I guess we'll just get it to the quarterback. That's the easy way out for sure is the quarterback. That's... That's why I took the Bucks in last Super Bowl because their line compared to compared to um, the Chiefs line was just so much more dynamic. I was like, wait, the Chiefs have to block all these guys with all these injured players? Yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah, they're not going to block those guys. Um, I I said one for Eli because he just the second one he balled out. He played well in the playoffs, um, but the first one was I mean Strahan, Tuck, and OC. Like yeah. that was that was their Super Bowl. That was, and I I I agree with you. I I when he got that MVP, I was like, how did how did the defensive line or someone from that unit did not get the MVP? It was just yeah, baffling. It's, it's crazy you could score with seventeen points and get an MVP. It's because of the throw. Yeah, one throw. One throw. That's all more it of a catch. All, I mean, it was more of a catch than a throw. Although he did break away from that. I will say he got away from that pressure some fucking how like. To make the throw. So I'll give him that. Yeah. They would have called that, uh, they would have blown that down nowadays. Very possible, yeah. Imagine that. Oh, God. That was rough. Anyway. All right. Let's talk, let's, let's, let's get into more quarterbacks. John, you guys have the second round, second what? pick. What do you, I mean, what, let's, what do you want to do with I the mean, quarterbacks it's, here? It's Wilson. That's it pretty much, I think that's pretty much done. Locked so in. So what do you think? Are you 100% happy that it's Wilson and not Fields? <sighs> I, mean, I don't know. Like they show like all like the, uh, um, all the pockets that Wilson threw from in like his last like last few games. Like eighty percent of them were just he had five yards before anyone was like even close to him. So he's not like I mean obviously like, he's got crazy arm talent like all that, but like he's he wasn't under pressure. Justin Fields fucking balled out against Clemson, took that huge hit to the ribs, and still came back in the second half. And continue the ball out against Clemson, like going like crazy over a pro day. I feel like it's just like uh, that's like a, a road that the Jets have gone down before, and it screwed them every time. Like you saw Justin Fields go up against like yeah top tier competition all the time. And, I think there's Sorry, and be the guy. No, I was just saying like and be the guy. Like I don't know. Yeah. Like I mean, obviously he the... was bad against Alabama, not not great against Alabama, but he had like broken fucking ribs 
There's three things going against Fields. I think there are some things that Wilson could do that Fields can't with his arm, just like the crossbody stuff. But there's not many people who could do that. Um, yeah. I think it's just making people re- like reminiscent of Mahomes. But you no, know, it's really hard to be Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Then there's I don't think people like Ohio State quarterbacks oh, based no. on so the track record. That's mm. Dwayne Haskins, them. yeah. Um, and just all of them, all Ohio State quarterbacks that have ever gone pro. And you're getting weird shades of, you know, I hate to say it, but this seems to always happen to the, like, athletic black quarterback, man. Like, you just never get the the game leader type, type like, you. They, oh, it's always like he doesn't, <laughs> he can't make the right reads. It's I like don't I don't know. Did that appear in Justin F- Fields' tapes? He's pretty sports amazing. Writers are like, yeah, sports writers are still stuck in like the seventies with their old tropes. Well, yeah, because they're also half of them are in their sixties and seventies. So yeah, you got Peter King writing about shit. Who knows what? Well, well, I, I'm funny. You meant I have. To, uh, I'm looking at a, a mock draft from Charlie Casserly of NFL. Speaking of old, old. And, Football writers, and he has uh, he has Fields going at twenty four to the That's stupid. to the Steelers, twenty four. No How the fuck is he going to last twenty four picks? If he got to the Giants at eleven, I would be just incensed. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be incensed because then you just blow it up. You're like, well, Fields is definitely going to be better than Daniel Jones. <laughs> you know what he reminds it? me of? He reminds me of a more athletic Ben Roethlisberger. Like, just a huge dude that never goes down first hit. And. Yeah, what a pick that would be, shit. Just, do, he doesn't ever go down first hit, and he, but he's more athletic. I, I don't know. I, I've I, never, I see, feel, I feel like he can make all the throws. He's got a better arm than, better mechanics than Cam Newton. And that's another guy who is like body type reminds me of. Yeah, I just, yeah. I, well, just I just, I just, I mean, can't if, see hopefully him. he doesn't break down like Cam Newton from running. For twelve hundred yards every year. Well, he took, but I don't he think took he's going to have to rely on that as much. Yeah, and he took a lot of shots. I mean, yeah, his his arm, Cam Newton's arm, never was. You know, he was he was more of that running style. I mean, yeah, he had some nice throws, and he just know. wasn't. He wasn't. Act, was, he, sp- was, he was more. I mean, he, he, and he just took so many hits. Yeah, but I mean, some of the Justin Fields deep balls against Clemson in the first half. I I was like, all right, Jets just had their guy. But then now it's all Zach Wilson at like kind of out of nowhere. It's weird how it turned so fast. Fields was the number two lock. But the that, whole year. that happens so many times though with the NFL draft, where like someone looks like they're gonna be a top pick, and then you know after the season ends, all the people get into their rooms watching all the fucking film, and then you have the pro days and all the bullshit, and then it's like. This guy is out of nowhere, just fucking slots into number two, number three, and the guy who you thought was gonna be your guy is getting talk shit about and getting thrown to the back of the first round. Like yeah. it's, it's weird. I think two things. I think Fields has very high potential to be the Deshaun Watson of this draft, minus the rub and tugs. No, we don't know and that. We don't know that. Don't 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 rule it out. Well, well, I'm not gonna put that on the kid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna put that on him. Uh, but I think, yeah, like you're just seeing, you might see teams pass over him and you're just all wondering why. Like I had eyes and watched Deshaun Watson play. Why are teams passing over him? This makes no sense. 
Um, and then the second thing is I think teams fall in fall out of love with things players can't do instead of recognizing the 95% of things they do amazing. So it's like, well, Justin Fields can't make some of the cross-body improvisational throws that Zach Wilson can. Like, yeah, Zach Wilson has this freak arm talent that you just rarely ever see. And it's like, well, what about the 95% of things Justin Fields did really well? And, um, yeah, I mean, besides Patrick Mahomes, who's the freak athlete that's like the multi-Super Bowl winning quarterback? question young steve young was a freak athlete for his time mm, he was he was super bowl winning i mean uh wait multiple or yeah multiple the guy like the brady's the manning the mannings and stuff like that like i don't i just feel like i need a good like field general i don't i i would love to have patrick mahomes but he's a once in a lifetime guy man like you can't just i feel like you can't chase patrick mahomes like, was it, like, what was the chatter around, like, Patrick Mahomes, like, pro day? I don't remember it being, like, ever, like everyone, like, yeah, but that's oh, how it fucking goes. Go, like, that's how it always goes. What, what the fucking think, Bears traded for Mitch I was going to say, why do you think said, Trubisky was fucking drafted before Mahomes? It's because of all the bullshit that they, they think they see. Like you said, they see the shit that they can, like, these one or two things they, they can yeah, or cannot it's, do. It's, 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 the, it's, it's the Bears. So it's not, like, no, but it's, too much, like... No, what but they see Trubisky was supposed to be like this rollout, you know, put him in that Nagy system and nobody throws on the run like him. Like nobody could do the rollout like him. And then how it's, are they it's funny that it? they put Patrick Mahomes in a similar system and nobody can do it like him. Like, but and but, again, didn't Trubisky only play like start one year at North Carolina or some bullshit? Played thirteen college like, games. What the? Fuck? How are Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace still in charge of the Bears? I don't know. Trading up for Trubisky and doing what they did to that defense, criminal. And then trying to go all in on Russell Wilson, fail, and now your starting quarterback is Andy Dalton. They got Andy Dalton. That that was the funniest signing of the offseason. Off the, off the Bears and the Raiders are like the same team, and they made the biggest trade together. Like, I feel like you're just keep blowing up your team for no reason. <laughs> it's like two Spider-Mans uh, pointing at each other yeah, with the like, Bears and the Raiders. What are they doing? Um, but... Yeah, I don't know. I think that there's a couple scouts that were like absurdly high on Patrick Mahomes, and uh, he just wasn't the consensus. So they didn't. So people didn't go with it. But Kansas City traded up to get him. I mean, they they were really high on him. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they were. Anyway, speaking of trading up to get a quarterback, let's go to the Niners trading up to possibly get Mac Jones. What? That's that. Doesn't make any sense to me, because you're throwing, you're throwing to four first round draft picks in college against college defenses, and people think that you're the reason why. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. I, I don't man, I don't know, man. That's another slap in the face of Justin Fields if they traded up for Mac Jones, which is all the reports. If you're trading up and it's not Justin Fields at number three, that's so fucking weird. It's like, um, what, like drafting Zach Mettenberger because he threw to Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry at LSU? Like, that's like that level of like. But he, he had better receivers. I'm fully prepared for Mac Jones to be good with the 49ers, but that's because he's playing with Shanahan and the 49ers are a good team. But so 
does that mean? But that doesn't mean that drafting Fields or even just keeping Garoppolo wouldn't still make you good as well. I don't know. I don't see how the ceiling on Mac Jones is the same ceiling as Fields. Fields would definitely. I mean, I don't know. In in that running system, they still have Mostert. Mostert is gonna sneaky breakout year for fantasy people. He's gonna be like a sixth round pick, I bet, or a fifth round. pick. I mean, not even sneaky. He he, he looked good before he got fucking hurt. Like he was, he was oh, like a top running back. Healthy. Yeah, that's right, the thing. They're saying healthy. He's not that sneaky. Yeah, <laughs> if, if Kittle stays healthy, I mean, it's a Ayuk looked really good last he year. Did, yeah, for his, um. He's going to go, whatever quarterback goes there is going to go into a good, really good system with good players and, and a good defense, like a really good defense that was fucking beaten to shit with injuries. That that defense was all solid though. That's all coming to the Jets. Oh yeah. Get out of here. He was good. He was a good part of it though. I got to talk talk myself onto something. Hey, he's a, he's a, he was a great defensive coordinator, man. I, I will say for them. It would be like a Jared Goff with the Rams situation. Like, oh, it was Goff really not that bad? Maybe he's really good. Look how good the team is doing. And they're like, yeah, well, he's just in a really good situation. Look, uh, so I think Mac Jones will be success- successful if he goes there. I just don't understand why that's the pick. And also, if where were they, 12th? The 12th pick? You don't think he's going to be there at number 12 for you? Originally, okay. they were number 12? Like who's picking him? Cowboys, Giants aren't picking him. Cowboys aren't picking him. Broncos maybe because John Elway probably likes him. Well, Panthers yeah, aren't obviously pick. Panthers aren't. Lions aren't. Eagles weren't. Bengals Did they do weren't. it before Carolina made the trade? Ah, uh, yeah. So yeah, that's the, an, the, that's probably uh, you know, yeah, they thought was going to definitely get a quarterback. Look, if you want to pick him ahead of Trey Lance, that makes sense to me. I, did Trey Lance even play college football? Like I, I don't he even. Played, I think. <laughs> One game this past year, it would yeah. be. I mean, I mean, it's, oh, a, it's such. It would be a very Patriots move for them to pick him and him turn out to be like a fucking all-time quarterback. Yeah, Trey Lance. Like you go watch high school tape on him. I guess I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> watch him against like eight-year-olds. Just like throw the ball like twenty yards. Wow, he's the first <laughs> eight-year-olds ever thrown a ball in his life. That's the one I could see being a bomb, but. We said the same thing about Josh Allen, and fucking look at Josh Allen. He's like my one of my favorite players. I was like, now, now he's a, one of our favorites, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was... Look at Herbert. I mean, I liked Herbert, but I, I didn't think Herbert was going to be this. I I was actually... I didn't like the pick of Herbert that early last year. I thought they should have... Uh, they should have went in a different direction. But, uh, yeah, man, figured he... He proved doubters wrong immediately, which was great. I mean, thank, thank thankfully for the, uh, the punctured lung. Right, that was that was it. Yeah. The lung. And then some guys start out real hot. Yeah, thanks for the. Yeah, sorry, Tyra. <laughs> some guys, you know, start out real hot, and then like like I, first half of the season, Kyler Murray, I was like, well, they nailed that pick. And second half, I was like, well, he's there's a lot of things he can't do. He can't make medium throws. <laughs> like yeah. he's incapable of it. But again, uh, you know, we the thing we have now in sports, which is I find even not I don't find it crazy, but like. There's such a short window for quarterbacks to sort of prove themselves. Like, I feel like 20 years ago, you were given like at least three years, four years to like progress and learn and get better. Now it's like, oh man, this guy sucks. Fucking year one, just gone. Get him out of here. Like, you you better fucking show up. Like, 
it's it's the very 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 quick hook is all I'm saying. Which I think even our in like in NFL and in, in the the fans' opinions too. Like you better fucking produce now or it's over. I think they make it so easy on quarterbacks that like you can. I don't know. This is just me. This is me being a contrarian. I think they make it so easy on quarterbacks that you can tell when one just sucks now quicker. Like that. That was my big red flag about Daniel Jones. I was like, wait, you're telling me? I know he only played 12 games, but you're telling me he didn't reach 300 yards once? With how easy the NFL is for quarterback, you didn't luck yourself into a 300-yard game. Like, I f- like, why should you wait anymore? Like, why should the Bears give another season to Mitchell Trubisky? Why should, like... Well, they gave him enough. Yeah. The only <laughs> one I was, like, recently... Because think about it. Is, has there been one where you're like, they should have given that guy more time? The only one recently I could think of is, I think maybe Wentz deserved another year because mm. of injuries. Um, yeah. Maybe Tannehill, because obviously that turned out bad, but that that was a Gase fuck-up. That's a, that's Gase's fault. That's not really an NFL thing. That's just Gase makes quarterbacks look bad. I'm just saying, like... Off- he's an offensive genius, though, bro. You guys trust, you guys trust him. offensive genius. I always just like, like for like, I know this is like a very strange comparison, but I remember as a kid, I watched when Peyton Manning got drafted and in his first season, he threw 28 interceptions. And I feel like if you're throwing 20 interceptions as a rookie now, they would fucking, you're gone. Like, I, I just don't, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Peyton Manning's always the one that everybody goes to, though. And, but he was like, okay, that would be like saying if Trevor Lawrence throws 28 interceptions this season on a really bad Jags team, he's gone. Because Peyton Manning was the anointed one. He no, was never going to be gone. Trevor Lawrence could have the worst season in NFL history. They'd still start him next year. I mean, a year after this year. I, unless some quarterback comes out and they get the first pick again, and they're like, oh, well, maybe this is the generational no quarterback. I, th- I think when you have that much hype, they're just going to say, bad team, let's run it back. I, you know who the, You know who had a – speaking of Trevor Lawrence, you know who had a short leash that I didn't agree with? And it's your boy. You're going to like they say this. Gardner Minshew. Yeah, well, they, they, they sat him because they, they wanted to lose. They yeah. were – No, like, that's true. That was not a leash. That was that was an organizational decision to, to sit in. <laughs> and yeah, that was a tank. And he really but wasn't there. Was... He wasn't there, boy, boy. Like you know, he wasn't like highly drafted. Right. You know. Well, how come a team? I don't see why a middling team wouldn't want to have him on their roster. I wouldn't mind. Back up. Yeah, I like. I'd like to have Minshew on my roster. Do I think the Giants going into next season are better with Jones or Minshew? I think Minshew, and it's not. I don't even think it's a question. I mean, I think that if I was the Bears, I would rather have Minshew over Dalton. I'd rather have Minshew as the Bears. I'd rather have Minshew <laughs> over Newton as the Patriots. I'd rather have Minshew over Jared Goff. I would like to see <laughs> Minshew compete with Sam Darnold in training camp in Carolina. I don't know who I'd rather have, but I'd like to see that competition. I would like they were to... talking about Minshew already as like a backup quarterback, though, which is like I mean I think like you said Chicago would be great. I think the Jets would not sign him, but I would be interested if they were still. I think the Jets would not sign him. <laughs> um, 
I don't know. There's there's teams where I'm like that guy is, I think better than that guy, that other guy. <laughs> that, that that yeah, a lot of that in football. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't think he has a better career path than Tua, but would I feel more comfortable as a Dolphins fan heading oh, into the season? Oh, I don't know. Maybe that's, that's Las Vegas. Do I think oh, he could have a better season sure. than Carr? Yes. Denver, Locke, sure. Um, Pittsburgh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Pittsburgh for sure. Pittsburgh, Ben kind of looked dead last year. Oh man. Uh, so yeah, there's there's a ton of teams. Who, um, who's currently the starting quarterback in Washington? Well, it's Fitzmagic. So oh yeah, no, 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 no. I'll take Fitzpatrick. Yeah, Fitzmagic, yeah, is an exciting guy. Imagine um, having them on the same team though. That'd be cool. Just rotate the, the, one the game. beard and the mustache, just back and forth. I mean, that would be ridiculous. They could just rotate series at that point. That'd be the coolest <laughs> thing in the world. Two quarterback sets. Minnesota <laughs> is he better than Kirk Cousins? Uh, Maybe yeah. I don't. That's a close one. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. There's only like, eight teams. That is a, yeah. That's pretty crazy to think about. Actually, is he better than Jameis Winston? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Mm. I mean, he doesn't turn the ball over as much. I do. I would. I. I am excited to see him though this year. But I like. I always liked Minshew. And uh, yeah, good stats. He was on the Jaguars. Let's see. Like, I feel like he had better stats than we're thinking. Um, I mean, I could just be lying. I was hyping him up at the beginning of the you year. You were big time. I just didn't see him as a fantasy player like you did. No, I. I. I, I mean, I don't think I saw him as like a starting quarterback, but I saw him as draftable. His career, what do you think his touchdown to interception ratio is in his career, in his two seasons? Just guess. It seems like it's going to be... Four to one? It no, seems like it's like, going to be higher. It's going to be like... Uh, the number. Oh, Give me like, numbers. He has like... I know he doesn't I mean, throw a lot of interceptions. Wait, how many, That's how why. How many he, doesn't throw has he, he has. I bet you he has under 10 interceptions. It's close. It's like 12 interceptions to like... 25 touchdowns? 30 touchdowns? 37 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. Yeah, look at that. That's a that's season really right there. That's, that's much better, better than most that's, quarterbacks. That's a that's season a right there. I was thinking, yeah. Um, how many games has he played? If Cam Newton keeps hitting those five, six touchdowns a year, man, he'll uh, he'll get close to Minshew at some point. Come on. I can, this guy had a year and a half with the the Jaguars. 25 games. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Not, not bad. Four, uh, nine games last season, six touchdowns, five interceptions. You know, it's it's serviceable. It's a fine. He should be the starting quarterback for the Bears. Should I don't I, I don't get it. I don't get Dalton. I don't get that move. Didn't they give him a lot of money too? Didn't they give him like yeah, like I, way too much money? Dalton contract. At only? least you could sell your fans on Minshew. You cannot sell it on Dalton. No. Ten, you year, ten, like, year, ten million dollars they gave him a one year deal. Ten million dollars. That's way too much money for Dalton. Ten million dollars for Dalton. What the fuck, man? Anyway. I mean, it's a one year deal. I guess. Money doesn't really matter if it's just a one-year deal. All right, so we, we, we've gone off a little 
of all of our tracks from talking about the draft to going back to Minshew. I mean, um, you guys, what do you want to talk about? Like, uh, any any more um, thoughts on Fields, Trey Lance, Jones, Wilson, or Lawrence? Like the like any any anything more about them? Like any? Uh, How many quarterbacks go in the top ten? Uh, one, two, three, three at least. Some people are saying five right now. The only thing, all right. So, if it's the top three, could, right? You I, see, I in Jaguars, saying, Jets, Forty Nine ers right? Top three are quarterbacks. That's what we think. We're thinking. Yeah, I mean, that, that's it, much I think guaranteed. it's locked. Yeah, that has to be guaranteed. Yeah, so so Falcons, Bengals, Dolphins, Lions. No, not Lions. I could see Falcons. I could see. I don't see the Broncos. Falcons. No, I don't. I don't see the Falcons. I think they're still committed to Ryan this year, and they're not going to draft his replacement. I think so too. I don't think it's the Falcons. I don't think Falcons are doing it. The Bengals they're, are obviously they're either not. going line or pits. Yeah, and, and the Bengals obviously not. The Dolphins obviously not. Um, Lions. I don't see the Lions doing it. They just traded for Goff. Uh, Panthers just <laughs> traded for Darnold. It could be the Broncos, um, and it's obviously or a trade up. I, I could or, see a trade up. Or the only trade I, I could see the the I could see Washington trading up. That's the one team I could see trading up into. The, From in, nineteen, that's a, eh, I could see it's, nineteen. If, to like. I could see the Patriots trading up, even though they never do it. I'm st- this I'm, is the one year too. I'm gonna yeah. say three quarterbacks are getting drafted in the top ten. I agree. Three, but then but then five in the top twenty. Ah, three, yeah. No, I think four. I think somebody trades up. Really? After the first three. Interesting. Well, because it's all if the... Mac Jones goes third or not. If Mac Jones goes yeah. third, I think somebody trades up for Justin Fields. There's mm-hmm. no way Fields is dropping to... Who said that? To the Steelers? 24. Yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. Yeah, whatever that, 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 that was. That's just ridiculous. That's, that's, just, that's just ridiculous. If he drops that... I'll, if he drops 24, just send Charlie Cassidy a, a Twitter... Like a, t- a tweet saying, like, you nailed it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. You nailed I'll it. I'll show him my ass on Twitter. <laughs> um, That's there's no way that happens. He, there's no chance he falls past the Patriots, past Washington, past... There's so many teams. At, at so. some point, someone's going to be like, fuck, we have to trade up for him. Right? Like, if he, yeah. start, if he starts falling. Like, there's no way someone's going to be like, la-di-da-da, he's going to be 20, and they're going to be like... Why don't we trade up for him? Like, how does he get past Denver? Yeah, that's that's pretty tough. Like, there's no way. How does he get past Denver? And unless Denver's really, really 100 percent committed to you know, there has they have to be six five and white. I was gonna that's say he's not the prototypical <laughs> Denver quarterback. So it's very, very interesting. Maybe they trade up for Mac Jones. <laughs> It's so absurd to me that Fields is that this is happening. It just reminds me so much of Watson. I don't think he's as high as a prospect of Watson, but I think he's pretty close. Um, it just remind it reminds me so much of that. So if he, so if he's still there at eleven, you're gonna lose your shit, right? Yeah, because I know the Giants aren't gonna take him because they're not gonna admit their mistake. On supposedly Gettleman is in full bloom love. Unless this brings us to our next conversation, <laughs> Gettleman is supposedly from some local reporters in full bloom love with Devonta Smith. And this brings me to my next wide receiver conversation. There we go. Slash pass catcher because Kyle Pitts is obviously in there, who I golfed right next to uh, a couple nights ago. 
which is pretty cool wearing a uh, old school Mighty Ducks jersey. Charlie uh, Conway, right? Yeah, Charlie Conway. That's swing, though. That's swing. It's, we'll see how the swing translates onto the football field. Swing. I have a I have a question though off topic of that. Um, if you had the ability to get, or I guess if you got a Mighty Ducks jersey, who would you get on it? What? Uh, I mean, <sighs> who would you get? Now it could be it could be Mighty Ducks one or Mighty Ducks two. I'll give you. Doesn't have to be the old school. It could be the new Mighty Ducks after they go to Team USA. Well, let's see. I'm not a bully. I wouldn't go Fulton Reed. Anthony, I could see you being mm-hmm. – you kind of look like Averman, so you would be an Averman guy yeah. for sure. <laughs> Averman was pretty cool though. I wouldn't go I wouldn't go with him though. Do you know who I think – I'm going to guess who Johnny – I mean who John, Johnny. Johnny. Who, who John would go with. I'm Johnny. I'm going to guess who John would go with because oh, my name rhymes with Johnny, the name that I'm going to pick. Johnny. The name rhymes with Johnny. It's not Johnny. Oh, Connie? Yeah, I think John goes to Connie Morrow. Really? Well, listen, she's a queen, so you know they should all be respected and celebrated. See, well, that's actually funny you say that because my pick would be a girl, and it would be Julie the Cat Gaffney. Julie the Cat Gaffney. Well, she, yeah, she was, I mean, she, such an amazing goalie from Bangor, Maine. I was a big fan of the of the second Bash brother. I forget his name right now. Oh, you know, he's probably. Dean Portman. There we go. Oh, yeah. Portman. That's right. I th- I agree with you. I think dancing. if I'm getting one, I'm going Portman. Portman that's dancing, pretty good. Dancing in the penalty box. Yeah, great. Dean Portman's my favorite. Can't go wrong. With him. Can't go um, wrong with him. Ken Wu would be a cool jersey. Kenny Wu. Yep. <laughs> Averman. Averman was Averman, funny. Yeah. That's like you. Like oh, I'm the funny guy at parties. Yeah, but Portman. I I think we have a winner. Portman. <laughs> I, I did like Portman. Portman. He was good. Although Fulton Reed, you know, turned out to be uh uh what the hell with the the lawyer in uh Daredevil. Good good casting. Yeah. Good casting. Wasn't so much he of a bully he anymore. Didn't, he didn't grow. Like he that. never grew. He stayed the same height. He was <laughs> he was such a, <laughs> yeah. it's so weird. It's so weird. Um, yeah, that's weird. Alright, sorry. Um uh, let's get back to receivers. Sorry for that little Mighty Ducks. How do you rank these guys? Because I'm a little off the consensus. So we have, so we're we're ranking the, what is it? Smith, Waddle, Chase, Pitts. Is there no? Is there anybody else that deserves? Waddle, Chase, Pitts. Yeah. How do you rank those four? I mean, if I feel like if Smith wasn't so skinny, he'd be. That's what everyone by far. That's what everyone like. I feel like that's what everyone's giving him shit I for. Just, is not I, being like, I, big. I know there's been like skinny ass receivers before, and like yeah. you can not they too can many walk. though. Not really. Deshaun Jackson. Well, he's always there. I was thinking of the guy that you shouldn't ever say his name just in case. Um, but the um, Bloody Mary. No, well, kind of Marvin Harrison. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. Um, but like he would, he would be my, I feel like my number one, if that was a, uh, if he wasn't as skinny, but I mean, Kyle Pitts, he seems like he's just like going to be like a, like a unicorn. It's just like a, like a young Rob Gronkowski, but even faster. Without like, the ha- blocking traps of Rob. That's true. I, I think he's that, more of a Kelsey. But like, yeah, that's like such like a valuable thing to have in today's NFL. 
Yeah, that's that's For what sure. makes him number one is because he is like he's a he's a wide receiver that has you know that tight end ability. Like you know, it's 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 like a it's like this hybrid player that we have nowadays, and there's only a few players that can really fit that mold, and he's one of them. And that's no. why I have him at two. What do you, we have a one? Is it Chase? I don't. I only have yeah. I have Jamar Chase at one. I only have Pitts at two. I agree with you that that he would be the most valuable person if he lives up to who he's supposed to be. But seeing as I've only seen this a couple times in the NFL, I can't just say like he's gonna be Travis Kelsey. You know what I'm saying? I know he's supposed to be amazing, and all the people say like best tight end prospect ever. But I can't just say like I've seen Tony Gonzalez, Travis Kelsey, Antonio Gates, and Gronk. And besides those four tight ends, I don't think any tight end uh, in my lifetime has been would have been worth a top five pick. So like I can't just say Pitts is going to be one of those four guys. He might very well very well might be. So I'm going Chase because I think he's a can't miss big body Devonta Adams looking motherfucker who's gonna you know just be good no matter where he goes. Like he's gonna be a top fifteen. Wide receiver, and wide receivers are usually more valuable than tight ends, if because there's more better ones. But you know, but I think it's one B. If you do get that, that one in a, how many tight end? You again, like John said, you basically found the unicorn. Like you've hit, yeah, fucking sure. gold. So I don't know. Wouldn't it be really funny if Detroit took him after taking Ebron and Hawkinson in the top ten? Oh God, that would be so stupid. No, they got they they just lost Galladay and Marvin Jones. They need they need to draft a wide receiver. Not well. A do you end. think the Falcons? I think. Do you think the Falcons go offensive lineman, the Sewell, or do they go wide receiver? They are not going to go wide receiver because they have a stable mm-hmm. of them. I mean, a lot of people so saying Pitts. Pitt. A lot of people saying yeah, the Falcons are going to go Pitts, and I can see it. I mean, that's where he's mocked. Yeah, I could see it too. I mean, does they, I mean adding him to the the receivers they have currently? I mean that that offense can be real fucking scary. Do is that your biggest need though? Rece- like another pass catcher? Like you're you're no, already such a no, good no, no, pass no, no, catching no. core. Your, and you... No, it's not. It's, it's offensive lineman or defensive or some sort of defense. But I mean, yeah. at four you're going. I think they're gonna go. He's the best player. They, a lot of people think he's the best player in the draft. So it's like, Sands yeah. may Lawrence, but I mean, besides that, I mean, they're probably going to be like either we trade back and someone else wants them and get a you know a buttload of picks to shore up this defense that looked like trash, or we just throw them out there with, you know, Julio Jones and fucking uh, why can't I think of his name? It's been so long, uh, Calvin Ridley, and yeah, then just right. let let fucking Matt Ryan go nuts one more year. I'm the Falcons, my perfect draft is trading back a few picks and getting certain. I, I mean, think they really need a lockdown corner and well, they, they don't they're not defense, yeah. they're not going to pick them that high and I think if they could if they could trade down, get a first round pick next year and get the best corner in the draft. But yeah, I, I think Pitts is mocked there and I think Miami is just like crossing its fingers hoping, really hoping he falls to yeah. them at 6. Ugh, I would, well, I would hate that. Miami, Miami, I'm gonna hate whoever Miami picks because they're gonna get a stud, and it's gonna be a problem. 
Well, they're gonna either they're gonna pick the leftover between Sewell, Pitts, and and Chase, right? Is that yeah. what everybody thinks? Well, no. Nah, well, I mean, Sewell's gonna go to. The, I mean, there's no way he's Sewell, he's not he's Sewell not going past Cincinnati. Past the there's no yeah. way. There's no way. Well, a lot of people think the Bengals might pick Chase, and if Chase and or Pitts, if the Bengals if, if the Bengals pick Chase, I would, and I'm Joe Burrow. I'd be fucking furious. But that's Joe Burrow's boy. That is, that is his I boy, yeah. understand, but like... He already said he wants Chase. He, he doesn't know what's best for him. He does not know what's best for him because... <laughs> <laughs> how many times did he get fucking railed last year um, because the offensive line could not protect him? And they didn't even do that much in free agency to really fucking help him that much. Get the fucking top fucking offensive lineman to protect the quarterback. You have a few good I'm wide receivers. Okay. I'm okay with Sewell falling as far as possible because my number one pick for the Giants is Rashawn Slater. So you think... And if Sewell can fall, that means Slater would fall because yeah. Sewell's, Slater's not going before Sewell. And I hope Slater falls to 11. I highly doubt that. That would be... Okay. I mean, look... If, There's gonna be a lot. If five quarterbacks go, he will fall to a line. If if Joe Burrow oh, yeah. can f- persuade them to pick Chase, um, then then yeah, it's possible that he falls a bit. Um, but that, that, that's crazy because of how many positions he plays. It's just crazy. Um, I will say you did mention Patrick Sertain the second. I am very excited to see another Patrick Sertain in this league as well as another Asante Samuel. Um, it's it's weird to see that like that's weird. I, I was just watching like their dads play, um, like maybe scroll. ten maybe ten years ago. It's awesome. It's just it's really cool. With the quarterback and wide receiver and pass catchers being targeted so high in this draft, you could be at thirteen or fourteen and like have a pick between Sertain, Slater, uh, Micah Parsons, um, these like. Crazy good guys that would go high, higher in any other draft. Like it's a good time to be a not quarterback needy team in the top like fifteen. For sure, yeah. Um. Anyway, so ranking it's uh, the only thing I've seen a lot of people have is Waddle over Smith, and I I don't I don't like that. I put Smith over Waddle. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I mean, what Smith did when Waddle was out was just outstanding. You just watch yeah, his I, highlights reel, and, it, and it's just it's it's just bonkers <laughs> what he did, and he's so skinny. If you're saying that Pitts could be one of the, you know, one of these tight end people that you never see, then why can't little skinny, little slim Reaper be a skinny guy you never see? I also, be- one of the best nicknames I've ever heard of. But uh, yeah, the Giants are supposedly really into him. I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad with him, Slater, Sertain, or Parsons. I'm not so sure about that. They have this. What's who's that edge rusher that they keep getting mocked with? And I'm I don't. It's um, Quitty Pay. Yeah, Quitty Pay from Michigan. I'm, I don't really like somebody who couldn't get sacks in college. I always hate that. Like when they yeah you're right when you can't get sacks in college and you're like oh but he's quick he's got the you know these. He's twitch. Pure, he's he's raw. He's pure. Like, you know, like he, he's raw. He just needs to get like under the right coaching, and then he'll be able to like refine his skill. Like, no, you can't get into it in 
college like that. You better not be drafted in top 10, top 11, whatever. Yeah, I don't like it. it would, he had like four sacks in college or something. Like, And you're an edge rusher, edge rushing Ooh. specialist. Yeah, that's not great. Like, I, I'm sorry, but just not that high. Maybe, maybe bottom of the first round. Um, but, oh, okay. He totaled 11 and a half sacks in 28 games for Michigan. That's not good. That's not good as an end rusher. Oh, <laughs> in college, too. He had two sacks last season. Um, granted, less games, but. That's still. true, but still. Uh, yeah, I don't like that. I don't know. It's just not my thing. He could be really good. And there's everybody always goes, well, you know, that was like Jason Pierre Paul. Justin Pierre Paul. Uh, Jason Pierre Paul, sorry. Wow. Uh, Justin Tuck. Like, yeah. You're thinking Justin Tuck. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, not everybody's Pierre Paul. Like, sorry. And Pierre Paul also got into football really late. So I don't know. Anthony, don't know. do you have a guy you're thinking of for, for all the way down wherever you are? 27, Giraffe? right? 20, no, 28. Sorry. I mean, I see it. The, the, the mocks that I see recently have have the New Orleans tied to Asante Samuel Jr., which would be fucking awesome. Um, you know, we lost Jenkins. Uh, Lattimore might be gone next year if he hits free agency and the Saints don't have any money because they don't have any money. They'll find some. Um, They'll find some somehow. Well, the the, the cap uh, dropping the way it did sort of hurt everything they used to be doing. That that put them into like a whole like, They're getting like a bajillion dollars next year. But either way... Um, I wouldn't mind seeing the Saints grab a Samuel a cornerback. I mean, then there's, there's been I've been reading articles from the Saints possibility of like trading up, but I mean, if you if you trade up too far, it's it's not. I don't think it's worth it. You get just stand stand pat or trade back. That's the way I'm saying. But I'm I'm not excited for this draft as a Saints fan. I'll say like, what are they like? What would they really need that they would be excited about? Like. To trade up for that's what and and they're I mean it have to be I don't even know who it would be I mean they're so thin at positions that I feel like they need the picks so they can just shore up some positions because they lost yeah, they didn't they're going to trade back and just kind of just load up you know just like bounce around in the second and third rounds and that that might be the best move for them uh, because they they didn't they couldn't do anything in free agency I mean. They really couldn't, so and they just got picked clean from other teams because of you know they can't afford Sheldon Rankins or they couldn't afford Trey Hendrickson, you know they couldn't afford Janoris Jenkins, so just very uh very thin. So I would say if anything, trade back, get more thinner than uh Jalen Smith. Jalen Smith, Devonta Smith. Wait, what did I say? Devonta Smith. <laughs> Jalen Ramsey. I don't know who you told me. Yeah, about. I don't know. I'm confused. Anyway. Is that is <laughs> who's flushing the toilet over there? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not that crazy excited. Although I am excited as, as every year to do our um, our draft, uh, you know, podcast. Yeah, I just want to turn the TV on for some. Some of the times I would like to hear the analysis. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't enjoy the analysis. I enjoy what we say more so than what they say. Or you can always record it and then rewatch it if you really want to. <laughs> Nothing like replaying draft and just, just hearing Mel Kiper yeah, yell. Right? Oh God! I'm this excited is... to see it back in person, and hopefully see myself on TV if they use some of that footage from Top Golf. That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be pretty sweet. You definitely got some like 
definitely some B-roll of you in the background. Yeah, I just got to dig. T- I'm going to ask NFL Films to send me the tapes. Could uh, you just send me that, like, three hours of B-roll you guys filmed? Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm in there somewhere. I walked past to go to the bathroom a couple times. The, you know what? I, I mean, I'm excited that it's in person, but I think last year was fun watching all the where where everyone was at. Remember um, we saw Jerry Jones in his, like, underground bunker it looked like but he's only yeah he, he was definitely like, like two an evil women. villain of bond it was like yeah, he was, like two what, women by his side was he on like a giant yacht or some shit like yeah, that he's on a, yeah he's on one of his giant like, yachts like that it was always funny to see where everyone was like everyone's houses and everything like that i thought that was pretty fun but uh it will be nice to ever have it back in person i'm excited yeah yeah the, the only one that was a fun part about the draft last year and also, like, um, since they weren't in person and they didn't have, like, a hat to put on and people, like, to impress on stage, people were definitely much more real. Like, I think people were, when they were upset, they were upset. And <laughs> some people, like, just didn't celebrate at all. Yeah, like, when, or when, like, they got, uh, when the guy okay, yeah. took the phone away from his girlfriend or something like that. Oh, oh that was the... funny, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, CD Lamb. Yeah. CD, CD Lamb, that's right. Oh, the face he made or whatever. Fuck, it was ridiculous. <laughs> that was pretty good. Um, yeah, and they were they were definitely, um, uh, I don't know, it was just, it was different. But I liked it. I enjoyed it. Um, but it is it is good to be back. I think Brian is frozen, by the way. He looks frozen. I think that's our cue to uh, to wrap it up. All right. I guess we will wrap it up since Brian is frozen and it's getting late. Um, for me, at least. I'm tired. All right. Well, um, this was our pre-draft talk, I guess. Um, and we'll be back for our yearly draft podcast, which I think I enjoy. One of my favorites of the year. Um, so, yeah. Well, with that, we are Fantasy Lens. Um you can find us at Fantasy underscore Lens on Twitter. We are available wherever podcasts are, Apple, Google, wherever you look. Look for Fantasy Lens, and we'll be there. And as mentioned before, we are Fantasy Lens, and we'll see you at the draft.